Man, we got a great show for you this week. Daniel Hodges is in studio. We had the CJ Cup in Vegas. We got VGN events coming up. We got so much to talk about. Can't wait to get to it. You're listening to the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Chasing Daylight Podcast. As I said in our little intro, Dan Hodges, Dan the Man, joining us for this episode. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. And then we got Joe and Jeremy via the internet. How's it going, boys? It's, uh, great. 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 So, um, <laughs> uh, normally, uh, I, you know, rat farts I'm kind of up in the air about. I'm not sure if it's, if it's a catchy segment. Nobody likes it. We used to get called out, so I don't know if people are like, that's lame and they're not doing it. But uh, So we didn't have any this week. Uh, there wasn't anything. Nobody called us out. We didn't catch anything. So uh, we're clean on that. So I think uh, what I'll do going forward is if someone calls us out, we'll, uh, we'll do the rap farts. Otherwise, just it's a clean show. Um, but in the news this last week, uh, CJ Cup. CJ Cup, CJ Cup. Um, I want to save it for Vegas, but we can talk about it to start off. Um, Dan, what was your thoughts on the CJ Cup? Well, unfortunately, I didn't really get to see a whole lot of it. I was busy working. Um, the venue itself, from the experience that I've had from playing there, um, I knew kind of going in there that those guys were going to go super low. Um, it's not a surprise to me to see the 62s, the 61s, you know, by multiple players. Um, what was the final score? 25. 25, 25. under. Again, not, not a shocker. I mean... That's I mean, what eight or nine people in the twenties? Yeah, 10 yeah. People and, in I the mean, 20s. and Keith Mitchell, if he doesn't shoot a, that seventy four on Saturday, I mean, he could have got uh, to thirty, no oh, problem. Yeah. Oh yeah, could have been a new scoring record with him. So, Jeremy, what did you think? Dude, I was super impressed with Summit. It's just the itch is very strong right now for playing that course. So <laughs> it just, I mean, from what Dan's talked about it before and a few other people just seeing it on TV for the first, really the first time me seeing that course, it's unbelievable. It just looks so good. And a lot of people say it's easy and the fairways are big and it's, it's not that difficult of a course, but I mean, the way that they had some of those holes playing did not look that easy to me. I mean, Charles Swartzel had a hell of a time getting around there. So yeah, not that easy for the pros. He's like the only I mean, player that wasn't under par. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Joe, what were your thoughts? Uh, I was a I was a little disappointed being a Foz fan. Um, like not a, enough bunkering. No, like so with a course like that being hidden beyond view to most of us out here in Vegas and behind the pearly gates, as you could say, like you expect a lot from it. And, and it looked, it looked fucking pure. Like it looked 
in amazing shape except for that one spot where it was like verticut around the fairway <laughs> yeah that rory was in all the time it looked odd but the place looked pure and it it almost like it it embodied vegas golf to me like through some like it looked like a really pure revere to me like it didn't look like anything super special you know yeah it, i obviously i want to play it right but i mean i it it kind of was a little lackluster for me. Like it looked great on TV, but playing golf out here in Vegas, it just looked like a Vegas golf course that was in spectacular shape to me. Yeah. I, uh, we talked about this earlier in the year about on the coverage, which the coverage of this event is another huge topic. We'll get to in a second. Um, we, I'd love to see them go into more details about the course. You know, they do, they had the little pop-up saying, oh, Fazio, 7,400 yards, newest course in Vegas, blah, blah, blah. But, like, show show the course, you know, show some, like, exotic aerials and and talk to, you know, get Foz and talk to him about what was the plan here or get somebody from Discovery and, and just, you know, hype up the facility a little bit more other than, I mean, nobody knows about this place yeah, like, that's honestly, not in the why region. don't they, honestly... They should mention, like, this is a course you can't play. Like, you'll yeah. probably never play this in your entire life. It's going to make people, yeah, <laughs> it's going to make people, you know, look at it more and in higher regard, like, talk more to um, how it took them five years to get that property. You know, it took them five years to buy that place, from what I heard. And um, the guys that worked with Fazio on 20 other courses and why this one was different and all that shit. And, yeah, I love. They, uh, they fail on that every single week, though. So, yeah, every I mean, what else week. do we expect from the broadcast? <laughs> um, I I loved the strip views. There was some just absolutely stunning strip views there. Like you, uh, what is it? Uh, eight at Bears Best, the par three. You know, it's like that on a lot of holes, but a little bit higher up. I mean, just spectacular views. But what I thought was awesome is when they were doing the interviews, they had their back to the mountains. Yeah, that was that was cool. And it was like, it showed you how, like, there's nothing out there. Yeah. It is on the outskirts skirts yes. of town. And uh, I thought that was a really unique perspective. Instead of doing the classic, oh, with the strip in the background. Because, you know, you don't, you don't get any strip views on TPC Summerlin. No. Maybe on five, if it's a decent day. Um, but for the most part, you know, you don't realize you're in Vegas when you're playing the Summerlin course. But there, uh, you, you know you're in Vegas, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. The views up there are, are the elevation. The views. I remember, if I remember correctly. I think it's hole two or three, par three, and you literally have Red Rock Canyon backdrops, and there is nothing out there. And then when you get on the green, turn back and you can literally see across the whole entire valley, yeah. all the way to Sunrise Mountain. That's clear. just awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. So, um, <laughs> the I. I Sorry. Getting <laughs> choked get up. Huh? I'm getting choked up. This is all emotional, man. Sunrise, Sunrise Mountain. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've climbed that. Red so Rock Views. Red Rock Views. <laughs> um, I found a, a podcast today. It's called Go Get That Podcast. Um, they're big Jordan Speed fans. I like it. Yeah. And um, Jeremy, you'd like it because, you know, they're huge Speed fans. And uh, they were chatting on their episode that came out. Monday or Sunday, whatever it was, um, about the horrible coverage. Um, because you only saw the back nine on Saturday and Sunday. You got a, a limited field, some of the best players in the world, 
on a weekend. I mean, you've got Rory and Spieth and Ricky all in the running, and you can't even watch it. There was no way to watch it. It wasn't on PGA Tour Live. It wasn't streamed anywhere. Yeah, and they Absolutely. held the Champions uh, event. And they went to the playoff on the yeah. champ. Nobody yeah. gives a shit about the Champions <laughs> Tour when you've got <laughs> Rory in the lead at Summit. I mean, right. come on. Yeah. Um, so big, big faux pas by them for not... I mean, that's when you go... Hey, guys, if you want to watch the Senior Tour, uh, head on over to golf.com, <laughs> golfchannel.com, and click the little window in the bottom right, go through the 25 Foot Joy ads, and you'll be able to watch it. Um, it nobody cared about that. I mean, Turn no, on TV nobody. land. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, it it kind of makes me wonder, though, because that course is so kind of remote and isolated, that what if they don't even have, like, the power? Or the space to even have yeah. well, production the, um, or trucks or anything they, out there like that. Those guys have uh, they, you know, somebody that they know something. that was out there because mm-hmm. they were wondering the same you know same thing. And they said that there was so many cameras and so many towers around the whole facility that there's no way that it could not have been done. Gotcha. Hmm. It's, it, 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 it's apparently so it's contracts. Contracts. They're Possibly, obligated yeah. to show right. the Champions Tour, but I mean that's some shit that they need to fix if you're going to have an event. At a, at a place like Summit with a limited field with mm-hmm. some of the top players in the world, and it's this exciting coming down the stretch. And it Come wasn't on. even on PGA Tour Live either on the weekend. No, they, they had no PGA Tour Live on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I got stupid. up Saturday morning and I was like, oh, cool, you know, they're teeing off air. No, nothing. What? It doesn't come on till 2? Only the back 9? 2.30. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that was... So that stupid. was yeah, that was... So big screw up for them. But um, do you guys any other news? I I haven't been in a golf news searching things out yet. You guys hear anything that came up this week? I know everybody's tuning in to hear this stuff. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got I got nothing. Nothing I could think of. Nothing really stands head. out. Jeremy, you got anything? You guys remember Casey Martin? Oh yes, that's mm-hmm. right. He had his the leg amputated. Yeah. That's he got too bad. Amputated? Yeah. yeah. He's the Oregon coach. Yeah, golf coach for oh, Oregon. Man. He's the Ducks coach. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. But you I remember, remember that, that whole thing with him riding in a cart and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's too bad. Oh. Yeah, That's well, I mean, if, if they amputated his leg, that means, you know, they were able to keep right. him alive. So True. That's, that's the more important thing. And after the, yeah. <laughs> after the videos I saw of that guy swinging with one hand, hitting a seven mm-hmm. iron, 170 yards, um, he could probably still whoop me on the golf course with one leg, so. Yeah, me too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into um, what's coming up, or what happened this past week. Jeremy, you want to uh, Yeah. go over everything? Sure. So Rory McIlroy, um, super exciting, kind of what we talked about at CJ Cup at Summit, 25 under. I was really uh, hoping Ricky could hold it out, but. Man, I was Rory was just he was just dominant. He was just, he was so dialed, and Rory yeah. hasn't looked that good in no a while. Well, they, um, he led the field in strokes gained putting, and when he can lead the field in putting, yeah, and he's got what he was doing off the tee. I mean, I mean, we talked about him. it a little bit last night, but one seventy four ball speed with a three wood is insane. Yeah, that guy is with those with the driver and three wood in his hand. That guy is. Lethal. He's playing the 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 new title is two left dots, one right lot. 
<laughs> Dang. <laughs> it's the ball, man. It's all the ball. Yeah, and then uh, European Tour, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, he won at six under the Estrella Dom Andalusia Masters. I didn't watch Vald- any of that. That Valderrama. Valderrama whooped their asses, yeah. boy. Yep. Can I hear that pronunciation one more time? Andalusia. No, the, the, the whole thing. Estrella <laughs> Dom Andalusia Masters. God, you're good. Don't forget don't the N-A. N A. Yeah. No, you, you were good. Yeah, I think it's Estrella. Yeah. Star. Oh, look at this. We got Estrella. some culture up in this motherfucker. I don't look it, but I'm half Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. No, you're good. You're good. I'm half Mexican. Uh, I, I just want to hear that one more time. You want? Let's hear I, you say it one more time, actually. I believe it is Estrella Dam, N.A. Andalusia Masters. Very nice. That's what happened. Masteras. Yeah. <laughs> LPGA Tour didn't have a tournament. Uh, Corn Ferry, of course, season's ended. Waiting for that to start in January. And then Lee Jansen, he won 12 under yeah. at the SAS Championship. I haven't heard his and, name for a very long time. Yeah, and everybody that tuned in to watch the uh, Summit, uh, the... Um, CJ Cup saw him win. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best ratings they've had in 20 years. <laughs> yep. I uh, also want to mention um, there was a, a ladies tour event. It was the LET tour. Um, that's the ladies European tour. They were actually playing in New York out at, uh, what was it, uh, Glen Oaks. And Charlie Hull, she that's ended right. up winning that event. That's right. So what do we got coming up this week? All right, so this week we are in Japan, uh, the Zozo Championship, back to where it started um, at Narashino Country Club in Chiba, Japan. This is a very sick course, if you remember so this, a couple years ago. It's the same spot Tiger won. Yeah. Yes. That course? Okay. Yep. Yep. Par 70, 7,000 yards. Tiger won the inaugural event 2019. And then last year they played at Sherwood, which is also a very sick course. Yeah, Patrick Cantlay's the defending champ, and I'm, I miss the uh, the chevron being held at Sherwood. Yeah, I hate that it's in the Bahamas now, or wherever it is. Yep, it's because they pumped the oil out there. <laughs> what? In the Gulf, bro. Oh, uh, Bahamas Sherwood isn't in the so Gulf, but adjacent Gulf adjacent. It was it's Gulf adjacent. The, Mi- the Miami Gulf. The Miami, <laughs> you know, the Bermuda Gulf. Triangle Gulf. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Top 60 in last year's FedEx Cup points will be there, along with a bunch of other exception exemptions. Yeah, so. there's a couple uh, Japanese amateurs that are that have turned pro. There's apparently a, I think he's 18, mm-hmm. 18 or 19 year old that is. He's been in like the top seven world amateur status for like the past couple of years, and he just turned pro, and he's making his debut there. Very cool. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Yep. And then we have another tournament in Spain on the Euro Tour, the Mallorca Golf Open at (laughs) Golf Santa Panza. Not even going to say that. Balearic Islands, Spain. Spot on. Sure. <laughs> Style, yeah, bro. Yeah. That was yeah. 174 ball speed with that. You got that was. <laughs> I felt really good. LPGA the Tour hybrid. is the uh, LPGA International at Busan in South Korea. Going back over to Korea. Yeah. 
Got a, an event in Korea, an event in Japan. There's going to be some midnight golf on the telly. Yes, there is. Yeah, what is and it, then, 3 p.m. tomorrow? Something like that? Is it for Zozo? Uh, I have no they, idea. Sounds about right. It should be like 11 yeah, o'clock at night for us, right? Yeah, nighttime, I think. Hmm. Not 100%. I'll have to look into that. I didn't do the TV time for this one. Nice. And then finally, PGA Tour Champions, uh, Dominion Energy Charity Classic, Country Club of Virginia in Richmond, Virginia. Phil Mickelson is looking to defend his first-time PGA Tour Champions win last year. So, Phil. yeah, Phil Does the Phil go four for five with the defending title? More than likely. Yeah. I mean, if he's on, you know, he's short courses and he hits that driver and he hits hellacious seeds all, you know. All the all three days, he's and gonna win. You know he's gonna play a forty-eight inch driver till he can't. <laughs> just, yeah, just cause. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Phil. Okay, so um, the the streak was busted of uh, me consecutively missing cuts um, <laughs> uh, because it was a no cut field, and uh, one player did withdraw, but it's not a player I picked. So yay. Uh, actually made some points this week. Uh, Joe won. No, let's see. Who won the week? Jeremy won the week. He had Sam Burns. Got 96 points for that. Uh, Joe had Xander and I had Justin Thomas. Both finished uh, T14. We got 43 points for that. Uh, the FedEx Cup through, uh, what is it, four events now? You got Sam Burns in the top spot, followed by Sung Jay, Max Homa, Rory McIlroy, and Matthew Wolf. Um, oh, uh, quick shout out on Matthew Wolf. Uh, Local Knowledge had a new uh, podcast this week. Did you hear yeah, it, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Outstanding, outstanding. I'm so you know. I mean, Matt I, Wolf wasn't on it, but he was basically no. It was, it was a topic, a topic uh, of uh, mental health, the mental health, mental yeah. health stuff. And um, hearing some of the stories that they, it wasn't just Matthew Wolf. There was some other players too, but hearing some of the stories that these people are going through and you know i'm i'm somebody that is on anxiety medicine uh dealt with my own mental health issues for years it's kind of weird hearing it like publicly talked about now it's it's kind of cool it's kind of different still not used to it not sure how i (laughs) feel about it yet but i'm i'm glad to see that people are starting to understand that you know it's not all roses and champagne flutes and boats and hose it's there's some struggles out there for some guys so it was it was a great episode local knowledge is one of our favorite shows so if you haven't listened to that make sure you do um and then again owgr has been the same since freaking i think uh halloween last year it just hasn't changed uh john rom dustin johnson colin marikawa patrick canley and xander shoffley so that does it for that uh we're gonna take our break uh, and we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Bob West, your Vegas golfing real estate agent. Over the course of a four hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Bob West, or just send me a text at 605-881-5481. Give me a call. Let's play around. 
golfers. It's time to tee it up at Las Vegas Golf Superstore for the Callaway Apex Trade-In Event running now through October 31st. Bring in any of your old clubs and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards new Apex 21 irons. The Apex, Apex Pro, and Apex DCB are designed with artificial intelligence for faster ball speeds. Swing by and get custom fit today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Welcome back, everybody. Make sure you get into Las Vegas Golf Superstore. Jeremy, um, are you going there soon? Maybe? They don't have a very good selection of Sim 2 drivers. That They're mostly Sim Max or the other one, really? the draw bias. Yeah, so I don't know. I may go, I may wait or see if they can order one or... They can order one. Go to the, uh, I forget his name, in the Sim Bay, the, oh, yeah. the TaylorMade Bay. They can get you one. I should probably do that. Any, yeah, they just can get, get you one anything. The, just get one of the demos. Half price. Or that. I'm just kidding. I don't know if it's half price. You just <laughs> check the used bag. That's where I got mine. It was brand new. We'll talk later, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, yes, we will. Might have a, oh. might have a opportunity for you. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, let's do this. Look at this Instagram. It's been an inside of him. Started out as a lemon tart. Then my phone went and made it art. Look at, Look this, at this Instagram. Graham. What the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> Stepping on all over on my shit. Man. Man. <laughs> Whoa. Hello. Um, everybody it. knows what this is. Everybody knows what this is. It's our favorite segment. Social media shout out for Instagram. We love it. We know you guys do too. So um, I'm going to kick it off this week. Uh, this is a new account that I just recently found, thanks to Mr. Nolan um, for uh, sending me over some info. Um, you're going to start seeing a lot of this, in my opinion, around here because I really like it. Um, where'd it go? Where'd it go? I want to get the right... There it is. Uh, so the the I start over. <laughs> that was terrible. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So uh, uh, yes. it's like the track man froze it's, or something. It's, <laughs> it's Tuesday and I'm off. I'm off. Uh, so it's, it's shitty golf. S C H I T T Y golf. Uh, it's apparel. Um, I I love the logo. Mm -hmm. It's it's a killer logo. Uh, they've got some really great hats and and uh, uh, hoodies. Um, <laughs> you know, you you play shitty golf. You might as well wear shitty golf gear, right? Um, so give them a follow. It's a relatively new account, um, and he's got uh, some new inventory coming in. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they got going on. Joseph, let's go to you. Uh, I'm going to go with the <clears throat> long neck putter king himself at Jay Halverson Golf. Oh, foul. I've already what? done him. Have you? Yep. That's okay. He's, yeah. Is he worth a second mention? I would say so. I was, I was just looking and that's what came up in my feed because I didn't really have one. 
Wow. Let's go. All right. How about uh, we've gone? We've gone a year and a couple months with no duplicates, dude. It's getting very difficult. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's only a, a million people on golf Instagram. Uh, hold on. Let me try this one. How about Jeremy? Who you got this week? Maiden Golf eighteen. Maiden Golf eighteen. Yep, they make the uh, old school bespoke head covers that are wool wool knitted in the uk i've just been looking for head covers lately because i need to get some new oh, ones like the jan craig style stuff yeah so pretty cool stuff um i don't know if i would i've never had a head cover like that with the knitted kind but i, well, I have cool. some i'll let you i'll let you test them out and see what you think <laughs> yeah may go that direction i one thing i did really like that they just posted was this putter head cover that says chirp chirp on it with some birdies i think that's pretty cool kind of different than anything else yeah i love it when you get some uh unique stuff out there yeah all right i got another one okay this one definitely deserves a mention and i've just been holding on to it um because it's not really golf pictures but it is about golf and i know 50 percent of us have these on our clubs and that is at bb and f co these are. Have you done I it? Think we've, I no. think we've done that one too. <laughs> we have. We have? Yeah. Oh, Joe. All right. At Olsen Putters. <laughs> <laughs> we've done that too. Damn. At Wait, Strokes Gang. Hey, hang on a second. I got it. Uh, we got we to gotta get that. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Here we go. I got I got one we haven't done for sure. Google.com. Uh, let's go. Playboy uh, magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon. One of my favorite spots to be. First tee. Fantastic first tee. Dan knows what I'm talking about. It's a place you go to pass some time at oh. Pasa Tiempo Golf Club. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'll give you three tries. Hey, that was a home run, though. (laughs) Best back nine that I've ever played. I think think Joe's work schedule is really getting to him. Dude, we got to get through October. We got another week. I agree with you there, though, Joe. I agree with you. That back nine is ridiculous. I have yet to play a pasta yet. One of the very few courses, well, in my experience, that I've ever played that ends in a par three. Yeah. Yeah, there's not too many of them. Pretty damn short too, but it's quite it's amazing. short. But let's count the nineteenth. Depending on where they put that pin, if they, Country Club. If they took that pin in that back right corner, and you get a little too aggressive, oh yeah, it comes four or five is looking staring at you right in the face. Yeah, you you cross the canyon on ten, and you cross the canyon to come home. Great spot, beautiful spot. All right, Dan, wonderful selection. Jim. You you are a uh, honorary guest. Who do you have? As an IG pick. And this is tough for you because you may not know all the ones we've had. I, yeah, you know, you are a very loyal listener. I am a little bit on the spot here. I might have mentioned this to Joe, um, but there is a, um, it's called Dancing Astronaut Designs. Yes. Uh, they make uh, boutique style putters with, you know, fancy milling and it's pretty dope little inlays in the cavities. And uh, it's, he's, he's pretty creative. I mean, you you, you see a lot of uh, you see a lot of boutique putters coming out now, um, but this guy's using a lot of different wild and 
vivid colors and uh oh wow i think it's uh i think oh, he's that is crazy yeah he's got some pretty cool designs in there so dan i heard your someone told me that you're maybe in the market for a new putter well yeah i'm always looking because i mean we all know i'm a terrible putter um so yeah um Anything, anything, that that? anything to, you know, give me a little bit of confidence on the greens. Yeah, I'm always looking to improve. There's no club that's safe in my back. Hey, look at what T- Tony Finau did once he got rid of his Peretti. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'd, that, you know what? I'm going to go buy a ping right now. <laughs> Tony's go buy a ping and Tony's win me a PGA event. Tony's Peretti was exceptionally disgusting looking, though. True. Yeah, he had that weird wide. Uh, seems, I don't even know what it was. Seems yeah, like they. Was, changed the neck multiple times it looked very oh, yeah awkward. they went to that one where they had it mounted on the back end of the yeah. oh yeah that oh. was that was oh. awful like it looked like a i mean when you do sideways. when you do that you're searching oh yeah searching you're definitely fishing and somebody probably went to him probably one of his kids dad why don't you do, get a new putter <laughs> never <laughs> thought of that <laughs> too funny too funny okay so that wraps up look at this instagram I don't care if the sun don't shine. I, I do, do my drinking in the evening time when I'm in Las Vegas. You can sit in the sun and camp. Viva Las Vegas. A hell of a couple weeks we had in this town. Back-to-back PGA events for the second time, second year, and fans this time uh, had a blast out at Shriners. It was, like I said last week, probably one of the best events tournament-wise that they've put on out there in a long time. Um, and then we had the CJ Cup this week. Uh, I think, uh, you know, helped put Vegas a little bit more back on the map, even though, you know, the Summit's not a place that anybody's going to just go get on and play. But I think it uh, kind of opened the eyes of some people that there's some pretty good golf out here. I don't think uh, the broadcast team disrespected the city too much in any way and kind of hyped up the golf around here. Um, But Dan, myself, and Jeremy, after we recorded last week, we went and played TPC Summerlin. Jeremy, I'm dying to hear what you've got to say about this because you, you were out there for the tournament and then we played it. Your first time going around the course. Well, uh, what was, what was going on? What were you thinking? So I was I was actually really impressed with the course, seeing it in person when we went and saw the Shriners. Um, it's different. It was a lot different than I thought because on TV it doesn't really look like that great of a course. There's a couple of holes that are really nice on TV, but the rest of it's just kind of yeah. It looks like national on TV. It just it looks, looks flat. like national. Yeah, it looks flat. It doesn't look anything like it does in in real person in person. So especially playing it. So, I mean, there's some holes that kind of are meh. They blend together a little bit. But the I think the real star of that course is your approaches into the greens and the green complexes. I mean, you can hit a green and run off into one of the those areas around the green that are super tough to get up and down from. The bunkering's good. But I think overall, like, it's pretty... Driving wise, it's pretty forgiving, but the greens, I think, are not very forgiving, especially when they're fast. And we played it when they were a little bit slower than they were for the tournament, but not much though. It was still punishing. 
you know, I, thought the right they, spot. I thought they rolled fantastic. They did roll fantastic, but the guy, the starter was telling us they were rolling like 14s when they were playing it on Sunday, but we were at, you know, 11s or whatever, 10 or 11s. So, but I love that course. I can't wait to get out there again. I play it differently now. I, I think when you play a course for the first time, you're just kind of following what the other guys are doing. You, but there's some holes in there that I don't think you need driver on. It's really just about position on greens, not firing at pins, things like that. So, but I love that it. it's a great course. How many times have you played it, Dan? I've probably played it about six or seven times. Seven times, yeah. But what would you? What did you think condition wise? Condition wise, um, I've I have no complaints about the course at all. I thought it was fantastic shape. Um, it was. Uh, the greens were very nice. Like Jeremy said, the complexes were fantastic. Um, I thought they rolled great. If they were rolling a 14 on Sunday, that was, that would have been a little scary because yeah. we had a, we had a good enough time with the, with the 11s that we rolled it on. But, um, Summerlin, I've always been a fan. Um, I, I, I really love the layout and, um, and, uh, I have seen it in better shape in the past. Um, obviously we had, you know, it was a little bit greener. We had a little bit more water like way back then, but, um, it's, Still, it's fantastic course. I, I think the the redo of the bunkers to the white sand. It, I didn't like it at first. I thought it like I didn't like when they did it at TPC Scottsdale either. Right. I like the desert look of the the brown sand. Um, but that's that sand they have out there. It was really nice. It's pure, man. Yep. It is pure, and and we played in similar sand at Cascada, but it that sand got compacted and hard, and it was almost like hard pan. Yeah. Not out there. No, it it was like legit sand oh, yeah. everywhere on the course, and it was it was it was nice to see. Yep, nice to see. I agree, I agree. I liked it a lot. Joe, what do you think? <laughs> uh, it was nice to sit in my office and think about <laughs> playing it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, the, buddy. the good thing is, is I have played it a few times. So yeah, I you know I I hold Summerlin in in high regards and. Like Jeremy said on TV, it doesn't look like anything special, but you play it and it's it's uh, it's really good. I mean, it's, See, last year when we played the same, you know, Tuesday after the greens were trash. Really? They were rolling maybe nine and a half, tens. Wow. They were beat to shit, um, and I w- I was shocked because I I was telling uh, Gibbs I'm like, dude, this is not what I just watched on TV, and he's like, it's amazing what cameras can do. And I'm like, I never yeah. in a million years would I thought that this is what they were playing on. I remember and, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, but those were probably the the best greens I've ever seen out there, putting wise. They they just were pure everywhere, yeah. everywhere. There was it, no like if, as long as you hit your stroke on your line, you were good. It was rolling true. It was rolling sure. true. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, it goes. I mean. Shout out to that that crew over there because you know a month ago it was infected oh. with uh, nematodes or whatever, so uh, they closed it down uh, and the members were pissed because I I know a couple and uh, they were pissed but uh, it came back to life so well they're probably that. happy right now yeah I mean for sure because I mean whatever they did it, write that shit down yeah they got and it repeat because yeah. they were outstanding outstanding and i didn't i didn't get to uh try the new practice green yet but it looks great i know you guys were on it dude it was so cool because um last year i don't i don't remember there being so many markings on the green from the pros um but there was like 
the whole putting green was just littered with black lines and and dots and you know it was so funny i'm like standing here going yeah there was a guy standing here just a couple days ago going through his drills and you know it was it was really cool i mean there's a couple of what wear spots that we saw where guys had probably putted for an hour in the same spot never moved and uh it's it's a the other green was funky um, cause it was big and it was kind of on an angle. And so they, they've kind of mixed it up a little bit now. And yeah, uh, like Patrick two was, sides. Yeah. Patrick was telling us that one was supposed to have a lot of undulation and one was supposed to be pretty straight. And they both kind of ended up with straight with just a little undulation. Um, so th- it's not tricky putting on it, but it was a great way to get your speed down. And it was not, I made a bomb 70 footer as we were getting heading to the first tee. So that was cool. So how good is the last are the last three finishing holes? It's so underrated, man. It I I've said four, this before. I think it, it, the last four yeah, holes, last four are, holes. Are, are probably the best four closing holes in town. I, I can't think of any other that like makes go, oh, you know, that could top it. I, I can't think of anything. I mean, Paiute comes to mind Maybe just so. because Paiute's so pure, but you know, Sixteen the last at, three on, on snow are good. Yeah, but I'm not a huge fan of 17 on snow. It's kind of just a basic channel par five. You know, the, the closing hole is amazing and 16 is amazing. But I, I wouldn't put it on top of 16, 17, 18 at, at Summerlin. Yeah, and it's not even about the design. I mean, the design, they're they're great holes, but the drama that happens on those holes, even when you're just playing with your buddies, I could see this and you're going down to the wire, you're playing for some money, you know, where are you going to hit it on 15, 16 is, are you going for it in two, which you can, if you hit a good enough drive, but there's just, those four holes are just killer. I and love 17 them. is, is not an easy par three. No. Yeah. Are you, are any... you going to go in the water on a par three, number 17, you know, it's just, I did. <laughs> oh and uh then 18 i mean that that is a a, kudos to you dan you hit a pisser of a drive on that hole i don't think there was any pros that were down that far where you were the whole week because i mean you what you have uh, just a nothing wedge i had had, yeah 138 and i think yeah just unbelievable he was almost at the water on the left side did you guys have the sunday pins no, they moved him. Oh, they did. Where yeah. was the pin on eighteen front? It was, no, it was kind of back, back center. It was kind of back, mm-hmm. yeah, back center. That pin in the front, if you miss right side of the green, is oh. fucking scary. <laughs> Treacherous. <laughs> Treacherous. That chip back to the hole. Oh, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so before we get into the odds, uh, I had, you know, I I said we wanted to do this. The last winner of the VGN event. Jim uh, cruised up the hill. He lives out here in Inspirato, real close to me. So he came by one afternoon and uh, sat down and we talked about uh, the VGN and his win. So we're going to play that right now. And uh, we'll be right back. Hey, so Jim, the winner of the last VGN Major of the Year, is kind enough to come up the hill to the studio. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So you, uh, <laughs> you thought you won. I told you you didn't win. Then we found out you did actually win. So a little bit of emotions roller coaster there for you. Yeah. Uh, but congrats on a hell of a, a round of golf. Thank you. Out Thank at you. national. Yeah. Um, it was a good day. We uh, the mistake we had on the scorecards was 
the the slope and rating were for the forward tees, but we played the back tees. And uh, so got that fixed, got you a couple extra strokes, and ended up winning <laughs> the thing. So uh, tell us about your round yeah. and and what led you to uh, be the victor. Well, the weather was great. I mean, what a wonderful day. October, 70 degrees. Couldn't ask for better. Can't little beat it, li- right? little little breeze. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I had a great foursome that I got to play with. I think that helped a lot. Uh Carl, I think he got third place, right? Second. Second place, yeah. that's right. Um, you know, he was just na- doing nice drives, you know. He so he was our leadoff hitter, so to speak. And then uh Robbie, great guy, and then uh uh, Qu- uh Quana. Um Koa. Koa, yeah. Um so we had a good foursome. And so, you know, I was just following after Carl or Robbie and uh, hitting great drives. The driver was working, and uh, the up and down magic was working. I think I had three out of four uh, up and downs on the front. Nice. So, yeah, um, that really helped a lot. But hitting the driver and then, you know, on the back, just holding on. And then, uh, you know, actually on uh, 18, bogeyed, just hit it over the green there on the backside. Or it could have been even uh, a little more special. So yeah, right. it was it was a good round. Yeah, I uh, I struggled on the front. Yeah. Couldn't get it together. Got my act together on the back and yeah. had a chance to get there, but didn't quite make it. So what did you think about national as a major venue for us? Well, you know, for me, sixty-seven was it sixty-seven? Yeah, sixty. Right at sixty. Yeah, that was a. There was the two hundred twenty-seven yard uh, number fourteen. Oh my goodness! Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, should I should I bunt a driver down there? You know, so uh, no, I think it's a great venue. Um, obviously, some of the guys, uh, some of our you know uh, premier low handicappers, um, I guess they found it a little difficult on a couple holes. So I think that shows the teeth of the course. You know, you got to play it. Absolutely. You got to stay in the fairway. The greens were receptive. I thought the whole placements were pretty good. Um, so yeah, you just gotta you gotta work it, and and uh, a little luck never hurts, especially for uh, higher handicappers. So it was yeah. it was a good time. No, I think it's a great place. It yeah. was in beautiful shape. So how long have you been in Vegas? Because you recently moved here from Arizona, right? Arizona, right? So I lived there plus twenty years. So I've been here since eighteen. And, uh, you know, I play in a little men's club on Saturday morning. So starting to get the, get the feel of Vegas. It's a little, di- a little different, but not much from, you know, Arizona being that it's, uh, Arizona's a little hotter, but they also have like probably a hundred more golf courses to play. So many golf courses there. It's <laughs> yeah, unreal. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, no, I think we're making the transition. We live, uh, not far from you actually. You know, yeah. You're in, right down the hill. Inspirata. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting used to it. We're having a good time. Great group at VGN. Really enjoy playing with the guys. There's a you know wide variety of players from you know incredible you know plus players you know scratch players to higher handicappers. But in, yeah, enjoying it. So um, that was that was kind of what I was going to ask your thoughts on the VGN after coming here, uh, finding the group and and participate. I mean, I think you've only missed two events. Yeah, because um, you were traveling, right? Yeah, we were in Arizona actually. So yeah. So, um. So you get you, you like the vibe that's going on with the group? Yeah, I think um, uh, you know I started out. If you can you know look at my scores, I think at uh, my first event was uh, well the first of this year was at Rhodes, and uh, it was <laughs> I I shot like eighty eight or something. It was uh, it was like maybe this is too much for for uh, Jim here, but you know I'm starting to get it together, playing a lot more, practicing more, taking some lessons. So 
Uh, no, I think it's great. Um, I really enjoyed the the people I've played with. We, you know, you and I have played. Yeah, played with Jeremy a few times. Um, you know, like I said, Carl and Robbie were were great to play with, and uh, you know, Joe and you know, I just really enjoy the enjoy the group overall. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we're uh, once people have gotten in and seen what's happening, we've had some guests come out the last couple yeah. of times, um, and I, I I love the you know I implemented the you got to live in Vegas, you got to love golf, can't be an asshole, <laughs> and I I think when people say like oh okay yeah that 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 fits for me. Um, you Absolutely. know, and, and we've been really fortunate to have a great group of guys yeah. and, uh, you know, you're, you're not that far off from, uh, the points leader, you know, you're, no, you're, no. you're, I'm creeping, I'm creeping. Yeah, yeah, I think you're sitting in third place right now. Um, Dan had that little run where he had yeah. a, a one, a one, and I think a two finish. So he's got a little bit of a lead. Um, we've got the, uh, eight club challenge that's going to take place out at Las Vegas Muni. Yep. And then we've got a two day tour championship that's going to take place at Revere. Yeah. Uh, one day on Concord, one day on Lex. And we're going to have a little bit, you know, we're going to, I'm going to mix it up a little bit and, and make the points to where, you know, somebody that's in sitting in third or fourth is going to have a chance to win. So yeah, so like 200 points. For yeah, the we may we crank it up a little bit on the, on the uh, first day and then really crank it up on day two just oh, to, nice. just to see. You know, it's not going to be a cakewalk for Dan. He's going to have to earn it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. We gotta we gotta keep him. Uh, make sure he's looking in his rearview mirror for us. So I got your major champion yeah. trophy here. Yeah, uh, look at that. You get to hold on to that for a while now because the next major won't be till you know March April next year. I got a great spot for it. Nice. nice. And uh, then here is the oh, marker, you. the reigning champion marker. Now that you get to hold on to until someone beats you. And okay, so yeah. we'll just let's, let's keep it going then. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Uh, I made a post earlier today. There's a couple spots left for some initials, and once once that's filled up, it's done. So nice. that'll be that's that's kind of like the uh, the perk to win an event here in the next three events we have because once that's full, that's it. You yeah. don't get nobody else gets their initials on there. Very cool, very cool. I really like it. It's nice. Got a good weight. Might might get in the way of somebody else's putts. It's, but it's they're okay. manhole covers. Yeah, yeah they're, okay. they're they're beefy. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so if you had for uh, our major, our first major next year, we, we do it in the spring. We had it at Paiute. What would be your uh, initial thought of a major venue for the first major of 2022? Uh, Rio Seco comes right, to mind. Yeah. Yeah, you know, being that we live near Rio Seco, um, you just never know with Paiute with the wind, you know. And so you'd hate to hope or you hope that the, the wind wouldn't be that big a factor. I mean, really impressive for Dan to win. You know? Oh my goodness. And it was, it was moving that day. <laughs> yeah. You moving. know, when you're hitting three different clubs, uh, club lengths, yeah. you know, well, it helps that he, he's got that pisser stinger that he hits with every yeah. club. So <laughs> it really helps. Yeah. Was he born in like in England or something? No, I mean, I don't no. Know. He's got that shot down there. He, Texas, maybe. Man, or? it just, it's, he does it with his driver too. It's incredible. Yeah, I'll incredible. Have to, I look forward to playing with him sometime. I hear he uh, he's got some shots. So, yeah, Rio Seco is uh, is definitely uh, I think would be a good one. It's got you know especially back in the back, it's got some good uh, good length to it. So yeah, that would be my pick. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's number. I wanted this one to be at Rio. Oh, okay, but uh, fall prices for locals. 
is not very, I didn't want to, to break the bank for everybody to sign up for an attorney. No, no, so. right. It's, I mean, maybe as it grows, you know, we're, you know, the goal, what, 80 guys next yeah, that's, year. Yeah, that's the goal. Then we'll have a little more, uh, you know, leverage with some of these courses and, yeah. and that'll help everything. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll be a little bit more optimistic. Oh, yeah. you're going to bring 40. Okay. Yeah. 40, 80, yeah. 80 would be nice. But yeah. Yeah. So the goal is to get 80, 80 people and have flights, scratch yeah, the handicaps, right. just have flights and everybody, you know, your handicap will determine what flight you're in. Right. And we'll go from there. So that's the goal. Yeah. No, it's no, a lofty it's, goal, it's, but it's hey. It's good. I mean, this is really your first full year. Yeah. And I think it's gone well. You know, you've Thank seen you a few much. guys leave or whatever or can't make it, but you know, the core, you see them every week yeah. or every month. I mean, yep. and, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Right on. Well, thanks for coming up the yeah. hill. Yeah. Congrats no on your win. Thank you. And uh, you're going to be out at... Uh, Signed up already? Yes. Awesome. And then when is... Uh, when is our final? The it's final? the fourth and fifth of December. Fourth and fifth, yeah. Uh, we're, we'll sign up for that. Right ASAP, on. So, all right, Jim. Thanks Looking a lot. Forward. Thank you. All right. Bye. Uh, so, hey, Jim. Thanks so much again for coming up, uh, chatting about the event, and we're looking forward to the next one, which isn't too long, too far away. It's going to be out at Muni Eight Club Challenge. It's going to be a blast. I've hired a caddy. Yes, I'm going all out. Hmm. I'm I'm bringing the the Ricky staff bag and a caddy. Staff bag with an eight bag or eight club challenge. Yeah, I, I like your style. Yeah, I like your style. He's going. He's going to have to work. It's mostly bag at that point. It's all bag. <laughs> it's not like a full PGA Tour staff bag. It's kind of a half staff. So is your caddy like uh, top secret, or are we going to get a name, or no? Top secret. Got to wait. Yeah. Tune it's in. it's no big deal. It's just a buddy of mine. Her name's uh no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, Joe. Let's uh let's get into some uh odds for the Zozo. Uh yeah, the Zozo in Japan. I was kinda surprised to see this. Xander is the favorite at six to one. I mean, but he what? did he did win the gold in Japan, so I, I gotta assume that's playing into that a little bit. Uh right behind him is uh Morikawa at six and a half to one. Hideki is ten to one. Zalator sixteen to one, Joaquin Naman eighteen to one, Tommy Fleetwood twenty two to one, Ricky Fowler is twenty five to one. Uh, close call this past weekend. Siwoo Kim, Cameron Tringali thirty to one. Uh, Jonathan Vegas, Mav McNeely, Alexander Norin thirty three to one, Keegan Bradley thirty five to one, along with Royan, uh, Charlie Hoffman, Emiliano Grillo forty to one. Harry Higgs is sixty five to one. Brendan Todd seventy five to one. Brandon Hagee, ninety to one. Pat Perez, hundred to one. Doc Redman, one hundred twenty-five to one. Uh, there's a lot of Japanese names in here. Oh, come on, <clears> let's <throat> hear. Let's hear a couple. Uh, at four hundred to one, you got Bill Haas, Japanese. Nayuki Katoka, four hundred to one. Ryuchi Ayoa, four hundred to one. Noato Nakanishi, five hundred to one. Ryuji Yamada, 501. Wow, he's still playing? Yeah. <laughs> Jumped off the, the line at the sushi bar. Uh, okay. Um, Jeremy, you were the winner this week, so you get to go first, sir. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mackenzie Hughes. I like it. Where was he? Uh, 55 to 1. 55 to 1? I got to yep. write that down. I always forget to do that. Yeah, you do. 
All right, Joe, I'm going to default to you because you have more points. So uh, I am going to go once again. Played very well at the CJ Cup. The unbuttoned king himself at 65 to 1, Mr. Harry Higgs. He can keep it in play in the desert. He can keep it in play in Japan. Let's do it. We watched him a little bit at Shriners. That dude is the most chill person I think ever. He is so chill. so funny, just laughing the whole time. Uh, he just look. He just looks like he's having a blast every time he's playing golf. He's like, it's like I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. <laughs> I can't awesome. believe I'm doing this. Uh, okay, so um, I'm going my pick a uh, little bit down from Joe on the odds, but uh, a local player from UNLV. Mr. Garrick Higo. That's a missed cut. I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding. Wow. wow. I thought you were going to take Ricky Fowler. I mean, 25 to 1, that's bonus points, and he is playing pretty damn good. Well, I, I wouldn't say he's playing pretty damn good. I'm, I'm going to say at a golf course that he should have tore up, he didn't, but played well enough to be on the leaderboard at the last day. He did not play well at Shriners. That's true. He is like uh, part Japanese. Yo, and, and he went to go see Butch though <laughs> and got dialed in confirmation. He got he got confirmation from Butch. So yeah, I and, think that and played Adam a role. Adam had a mention in the Discord chat that uh Fazio and Fowler kind of worked together on Summit. So uh he was like his player insight. Oh, insider training. Yeah, so that may have led to Ricky's success. And, and I'm not sure if uh, Ricky was around in 1956 when this course was built I don't, in Japan. I don't, I don't think it played as much of a role as you think. I mean, you still got to hit the shots. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got to still hit the shots. But, you know, when you play your favorite course, you play well. Did he say it's his favorite course? Well, it may be his favorite course. You don't know. I he knows what, a lot about it, and he plays it a lot. So I think what plays more into the role is the confirmation from Butch during his week off after Shriners, more than the than the course that he helped. Well, let's see if it holds up. up. I, so I, what do you want to do? I, Twenty dollars, Gary Higgo versus Ricky Fowler. I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> oh, look at this guy! Look at this guy. <laughs> what do you? What do you? Do? What's in your cup over there, Joe? Yeah. It's Vegas, man. Come on, Got a little, little. Uh, Spunking you there. I got some Willie Time White Ale by Mason Ale Works. Um, I kind of want to take that bet. What are you giving me? The, the the difference? So 50, 50 to one. Fifty to one. No. Yeah, that's a different. That's the difference in the. I'll, I'll give you two to one. Two to one. Forty dollars for your twenty. Higo versus Fowler. But if you three to miss one, it, and I'll it, do it. Okay, but if you miss the cut, you give me two to one. No. Not at all. My guy's <laughs> further down the board. It's gone, man. <laughs> we'll figure it out. You're a tough bookie. Yeah, right? Gosh. Cliff would be like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, um, we got to do this. Great air piano player. I didn't know you had that talent. Not only do you hit pissers, you play a mean air piano. Um, yeah, do what I gotta do. So, so last night at, at Five Iron Golf, 
Um, uh, yeah. Hey, you know, we, we talk, we talk about the good stuff. We got to talk about the bad stuff as well. Uh, absolute shit show. <laughs> absolute shit show. It was fun. <laughs> it was it fun. Was. I, was I fun. haven't laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it, it, uh, it was, it was bad. It <laughs> don't, was bad. don't open your stand so much. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so funny. Oh, I missed that. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, you're talking about me? <laughs> I'll say, oh. I'll tell, I'll say it. That was me. I was the one who said, don't open your stand so much, but I kind of blended it in with like a <clears throat> clearing your throat kind of thing. Ah. And that was, but it was shortly after the shank shot. Oh, yeah. I, so I, I, I hit some there. amazing shanks last night. I mean, that, I put that hosel dead center <clears throat> of that ball. It wasn't a sight. No, it was just all on it. Yeah. No. It was, it was fun. We had some fun. It was good. Yeah, was that fun. was a ton of fun last night. Yeah. I had, it was hilarious when uh, the, the, fourth player on their team that that was having a bad night wasn't a really good player and he just topped and pulled the ball and i said to joe i i go dude is that what i look like and he goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was the most in, insincere yes yeah <laughs> exactly like that exactly like that yeah did not have a good night uh we had some track man issues um, Jeremy, uh, who has been hitting a draw probably since he was five years old, um, <laughs> and could hit a draw in his sleep was hitting these cut fades that <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, I hit a 58 degree wedge with 4,000 spin, um, full swing, <laughs> 40, full swing, 42 full, yards. Yeah. 42 <laughs> yards in the water with 4,000 spin. Uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> I was getting, I was getting more spin from my driver. At forty eight hundred, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> those, the track man just doesn't like me. It it does not like me when, and it's only when we play the games. It's only in game mode. And I, I was telling Dan before you, we got on here, I said I'm so glad that Jeremy had some anomalies happen with his swing because now I'm not like the only person crying wolf that the track man in game shit is fucked up sometimes <laughs> the only problem is once we switched to a working track man i was still hitting push cuts yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know so um I, I would love to get anybody's input on this um we had uh it went to a tiebreaker and then uh we played a par five eight people <laughs> on a par five it i mean i love the guys at five iron golf but that that was crap. Um, it took, 45, tied, took 45 minutes to play one 45 hole. 45 minutes to play one hole. It was absurd. Um, we tied. <laughs> How the fuck that happened? I have no idea. Three ball, best we, ball tie. Oh, is that, that's right. That's what it was, right? Three ball, best ball best tie. Ball, um, Eight players. No, 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 no. That was the second one. No, the first one we played, it, the score was three ball, best ball. We tied. Oh, that's that. right. And and then we went to, yeah. yeah, we tied. And then so we wanted the tiebreaker. We were, that's what I want to know from everybody. What do you think the tiebreaker should be? You got four people on a team. You're counting three balls. Um, they all tie. So what's a tiebreaker? Joe and I agreed it should have been the fourth player. Of course, the other team didn't agree with that because their fourth player I beat by like six strokes on the hole. Um, so they didn't want to do that. They wanted to just play another par three. And just the three of them. And 
that one tied, right? Yeah, Wasn't there did, two? I, I think we did two or three. Three playoff holes. holes, yeah. Yes. Um, two tied holes, and then I think. And then the, the final one, hole, we, yeah. We biffed it. It was just, it was like, Jeremy's like, dude, my mother-in-law has been standing on the corner on the strip for like an hour waiting for me. I got to go. <laughs> Let me put two in the water real quick. <laughs> and we're out. Uh, but, uh, you know, hats off to, to five iron. They're, they're doing a lot of good things here in town with that, the leagues and everything they got going on there. And Sean doing the fittings and everything out there. Great place. We love going out there and, uh, bummed. We didn't uh, get back to the finals, but you know, shit happens. Yeah, honestly, I wasn't even that upset. I was, I was ready to get out of there. Honestly, um, yeah, I, I was done. <laughs> it just, it just, it was, it was, uh, it was just a bunch of compiled like too much time. Trackman freezing. We had to play a hole over. It just, it just ended up taking had too to long. Bays. We, we had like too, too many long. pitchers, and it was just we <laughs> were tired. <laughs> well, we could add a couple more, but, but it's just you know at that point you're just tired. Yeah. And, uh, it, well, you were freaking going home run derby for like forty minutes before we started. I was, I was getting tired true. watching you. That's <laughs> like, true. Good lord, you <laughs> probably hit a hundred balls before you showed up. All no, not that many, dude. Jeremy, at 40, least 50. at least fifty. <laughs> <laughs> he was going. Hey, wh- tat tat. Why not? That's, that's yeah, what it's there for, right? Get after it, Joe. Okay, uh, Dan. Thanks for coming up the hill. Thank you for having me. Boys, thanks for hopping on. Um, we'll be back next week talking about the Zozo. Um, and we got a round out at uh, Chimera on Sunday. Well, you're going to the football game. so um, Go Raiders. Let's but, go, baby. Uh, Jeremy, Joe, myself, and a bunch of the other guys from the VGN, or we got a little uh, Stableford event that we're playing. Um, not a points event, just kind of like a social event out at Chimera. Thanks for Carl for setting all that up. Carl with two L's. And uh, yeah. yeah, so that does it. You guys got anything? I don't think so, man. No? Good? I don't Good? think so. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, uh, we've got the uh, Facebook group. would love to get some more people in that. Uh, the content that's going on there is, is a lot of fun. Dan, Dan's in it. I am. Nice. See? T- tell these clowns. I am. I'm a groupie. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Just give all that's your private data expert. to Facebook. Nice. Come on, guys. Get in. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You won't regret it. Uh, also our social lead on Instagram and Twitter, all those things. Got the new website, chasingdaylightpodcast.com. And um, we just uh, moved the host of who was hosting this. We moved away from Anchor, switched to Anchor about a year and a half ago and have been really happy with everything. But um, come to find out, free hosting doesn't get you what you want. So uh, we moved over to Buzzsprout. Really excited for what Buzzsprout is going to be able to do for us. We're going to be able to help get this show out to more ears, hopefully get some more interactions um, along with that and the website and with Squadcast. We're, we're really trying to do some things here to, to get this thing rolling. So uh, if you listen to this episode and you like the show, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, share, tell your friends, and uh, make sure you get out this week and chase some daylight. Later. Later.